You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. And we want to say again to everybody, happy Pride Month as yes. we're kicking it in. Right. Martinez like kicking it in and we're <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. Um, and we are planning to mention this every day to all of you. It is a very important hey everybody, time. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us oh. in and turn us on. And we oh, want to say that? again what to that everybody, happy I'm Pride right there. Month. That's me. I'm talking to myself. Um, isn't that a song, Benny? Is that like... Is that Billy Idol? No. Is that? No, that's not talking to myself. Billy Idol is dancing with myself. That's it. Dancing with myself. Okay. I have to give a shout out. First, let me introduce you to Martinet because this is really, uh, this is so perfect for this today. Uh, How to Love Our Bodies and Tune into Our Inner Wisdom. My very special guest, Martin A. Emmons, the host of a fabulous, fabulous show. You're going to hear about that transformation with Martin A. Of course, that's what it is. You know, when I think about people that are buried in a life of obstacles and trauma, but yet rise up. We did two shows on this last week about rising up. I think Mm -hmm. about her. But I have to give a shout out to something, a little pop culture-y, Martine. Do you mind if I do that? No, go, 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 go. Okay, so I have been a fan. I can't remember how long. Benny, how long? Of the MTV Movie Awards since their inception. I don't even know what year that was. It's got to be like, I don't know, like, like I, w- I was such a fan of music videos when they popped out because I'm a visual and, you know, it was the next perfect evolution to really putting ideas and music together. Now, the cinema had always done that. I mean, it was very difficult to ever listen to a James Bond theme without seeing like the whole video of him, right? But then comes MTV. And last night, I thought everybody was cringing because MTV is usually over the top. But it was a really good award show in a lot of ways. I just, I I thought honoring J-Lo was so important and her honoring her manager. And what I was struck by, Martine, in that show last night, and I I was surprised I watched it all, because uh, usually at some point there's something crazy that happens that I'm like, okay, I got to go. But last night it was amazing to watch. And it was amazing to watch what is on the minds of our pop culture in that arena. Mm-hmm. And what was fascinating was to watch what shows they honored. Of course, my fave, my girl, one for the hero show Scarlett Johansson, yes, and Black Widow, but Mm. the nail biter was the end. Now you had to know a little bit as the show went on, and because this is about bodies, Mm -hmm. there is a show on television that it's not for everybody. 
Um, but for those of us that grew up with addiction, grew up with not understanding our bodies and our identity, mm -hmm. you know, grew up not feeling great about myself uh, and my sister for sure. I've shared she died on a hospital floor at about 450 pounds. I think it was more. And that's why today's show is so important. The other thing that's so important about today is that this conversation fits in to the community of people, the LGBTQ plus mm -hmm. community of people. And I got to give a shout out to our transgender brother and sisters. And yes, let me just say, uh, Elliot Page, thank you. And thank you for Umbrella Academy for bringing him back. There is more in our pop culture that's more opening than what's happening right now in the world. And when you have the conflict of feeling great on the inside and what society will tell you on the outside, that's where the pain points are, Martine, right? That's what yes. we're talking about today. But yes. the show that topped the charts last night, and I made a bet, I want $100 on this, Benny, just mm -hmm. saying. In the end, they saved the big award for the end. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of great TV shows that were on. I was so impressed by the quality. But I would have been shocked if Euphoria didn't win. Mm -hmm. I would have been stunned. Because here is a show that many people that are, I'd say, 40 and over don't know about and don't watch. And here's what I want to say about it. If you are a mom, a dad, a a brother, a sister, a grandmother. This is a show to understand the underpinnings of what our younger generation is going through. Mm -hmm. And this show covers everything from addiction to love, um, to loving, you know, same-sex partners, to mm -hmm. transgender issues, to hating your body so much that you're willing to sell it. It pretty much does it with superb acting. And of course, yes, um, you take a look at the cast that won, you take a look at Zendaya, you take a look at the, the people that show up for this, one of the hardest television shows for young people to actually act. And it points to what you're talking about today. Because we're living in a world right now where we're judging ourselves, Martine, right? Mm -hmm. We're on social media, just judging, just being the judging, right? Yeah. We're criticizing ourselves because we don't fit into that show that has a six inch shoe that has a six inch heel and i want to ask you this question this has got to be a topic that has hit your heart so sharply that you have become a warrior champion for this thank you for taking it on and tell us about where this is in your heart thank you for joining me today i know it was a long introduction but there's so much now out there about this and when you start to see our pop culture rise up and award people for taking on the hard issues mm -hmm. around body and identity, do you think we're making progress? <laughs> I, I, I don't know so. what to say about that. Oh, gosh, I hope that big change is coming because it, it's been a, a lifelong issue for me. And, and thank you for mentioning all this uh, like euphoria and all that. I've actually never seen it, but I've heard about it and it's going to be. I'm, I'm going to start watching that, especially if it has so much to do with, you know, just the way you've been talking about Imogen and all that. And, you know, it calls to mind, and I've said this many times on my show, I have some friends who have a business called Don't Let the Selfies Fool You, because what people are putting out there is, is, is a lot of the times, much of the times, most of the time, not really what's going on. Um, I, I, have had like a love hate relationship with myself my whole life. I had an eating disorder from 11 to about 
well, not long ago, <laughs> it wasn't even in the even in the past year. I may not be doing what I did, binging, purging, you know, that kind of thing, but such a, a fear of food, fear of what it's going to do to me. My dad used to tell me that I was too fat and I was really at the time, 124 pounds, 124 pounds. You're too fat and no man's ever going to want you. Oh my God. My yeah. sister went through the same thing and she was dropped dead gorgeous. Mm, I bet she was. I mean, don't I you want to cry? Was. Yes. Yes. When I think about even just my young self and taking that in, you know, and how that spurred on a lifelong fear and one that I am, I, 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 I try, I am, I've worked a lot on myself, but I was so ashamed. I brought that to my kids. I did. I brought it into their lives. I was worried that they'd be too fat. I was worried that, you know, that, that, that they would hate themselves. I was worried that people would pick on them like I was picked on. And um, things have changed a, a lot since we were growing up, yet it's almost worse in some ways because of social media, because of all the stuff that's out there and um, just bullying that happens not only in the school, but cyberspace too, you know? It is by far. There are three things I've looked at recently. Uh, one, the whole landscape and future of my show. Mm -hmm. And I follow what the audience wants, our listeners. When I get emails from our listener, from, or I get a snail mail or a call, we get calls or comments. Yeah. And they say to me, when are you going to do the Power Up show again? And I realize that I don't have a good reason for not doing it. Mm -hmm. I can come up with them. But we come up with the same reasons for not acknowledging our bodies. Mm -hmm. But the same reason we feel compelled to criticize other people. I can only look you and I come from kind of the same place. If you grow up now, I grew up in a family where both of the female, um, my mom who died, my stepmom, she would have none of that. But my dad and was always critical of my sister. And it was so painful for me to watch. She tried her entire life to please him and it was never going to happen. He was not that guy. And I'm so glad. I'm more like my mom. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't even look like my dad. Yay. Uh, no, my dad was, my dad was stunningly handsome. I mean, honestly, he married my stepmom when she was like, he was like 20 something. And my sister was a little bit older and a little bit younger. But the point is, he thought this was funny. He thought teasing my sister Joyce about never looking enough. Now, can you imagine being my stepsister Joyce and Doris, both beautiful mm -hmm. blondes. My stepmom was drop dead gorgeous, as I said, but beyond that, she was a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Joyce, beautiful, curly, blondish hair, crisp green eyes, mm -hmm. the gorgeous mole, the what's her face Crawford mole. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And on the inside, she was darling mm -hmm. to the day she died from cancer from cocaine mm -hmm. and i thought was there anything i could have done more to help 
Should I have stayed closer to the family? But can we talk about the pain and trauma that comes from that? And and we're here today to give people solutions as well, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, there there is a there is a lot of pain of um, not being able to please, like your sister and her father, uh, your father. Um, I I think I started to heal a bit more with my dad for the fact now that he could, he only has a capacity to give what he can give. And may, it may have been the same with your dad. He only had the capacity to give a certain amount to her, to you. My dad was unwanted. He was told that he was the biggest mistake that his father ever made. He was told that, um, I married your mother because I didn't think she could have kids. So in retrospect, as I get older, I kind of see some of the reasons why he treated me the way he did. He didn't have anything better to offer. And my dad is alive today. Still, he's 86 years old. He'll probably outlive me. Um, (laughs) But he, I, I just, I, sometimes it's like, I still find myself that little girl, like, wanting to please him. And if I go to visit him, it's like, I go to my closet and like, what, and this is crazy, but I would go to my closet and find out what is the thing that makes me look the thinnest. And I'm not really an overweight person, but it, it I'm not an overweight person, but it was, it, I, I still have that image. Like, okay, if I look really good, he'll be more happy with me. And then it's like, you know what? You just be you, you are fine yourself. And he has the capacity to give what only he can give. Like he sent me flowers for Mother's Day out of the blue. That's something he can offer, you know? So I, I, I take what he can give me and then I give myself what I need. Yeah. What did you find when you, let me ask this question because today we're talking about this gratitude, moving to a place of grat- gratitude for the beauty of this vessel right? Mm -hmm. The vessel that houses our soul. I think that's what you call it. I love that phrase, Martine. I love it. And for those of you just tuning in, Martine Emmons is my beautiful, beautiful guest. But I want to tell you, her show, Transformation with Martine, it rocks beyond. Um, And I want to make sure that you all have that information. Can we take a moment, get everybody to your website? Let's do that because I'm going to skip the break. So let's get everybody over there if you could. Oh, to um, www.martineemmons.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. Yeah. You can find my podcast on there and all kinds of good information. I'm a transformational life coach and teaching NLP since 2014. And I love every minute of it. Don't you love NLP? We'll have to, why don't you and I do a show on NLP and really tell people what it is. Okay. Let's you and I get, we'll get Linda involved in that. But today we're going to talk about the body um, because here we are. Here's the question. What was the tipping point for you? Because this is interesting for me. I had an epiphany about when I appreciated and and loved my body. And then here recently, I fell out of love. Is that like an air supply song? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But when did it hit you? When When did it shift for you? Can you remember that? Was there a moment where you're like, I am done? not liking my body and who I am. What happened? You know, Dr. Pat, I've had a few different times, honestly. It's cool. like when I, when I, I want to say I was about 24 years old when I realized, you know what, if I keep 
purging. I'm something's going to happen here, or I'm not going to be able to have kids. It's like something came in, like God was talking to me, the universe was talking to me, however we want to look at it, God or universe, however anybody believes, um, was talking to me like, you know what, this has to stop. Now, it didn't mean that the self-loathing stopped or any of that, not so much. I, I've done much more healing since then. But then when I had my first baby, I'm like, oh my gosh, my body made this baby. That was another layer. Like, you know what? This, this body takes good care of you. And then when I got cancer in 2014, it's like, whoa, okay. Can't believe this is happening. I This is out of three, my parents, three kids, I'm the third one to get cancer. Different types, I had colon cancer. And that was another thing. When I, when I got the healing diagnosis in 2015 and I have had no problems since then, wow, my body rocks. I, I've got, this is pretty amazing. I've got, I, I, my body looks after me. And what I was talking to you about right now, um, something else is happening to me now, which um, my dermatologist, we, we had come up with one diagnosis. And then when the treatment didn't work, it, it turns out, and I will get a firm, a firm diagnosis next week when I see a specialist, but I have vitiligo. And to me, this is terrifying. Yeah. I don't know if the audience, if you don't know what it is, I am still learning what it is. It's an autoimmune condition. It's where your body doesn't produce enough melanin and you start to get almost these patches on your body. And I was really scared to come on and talk about this, but I know it needs to because it's becoming more and more. And this set me back big time. This has been going on for about a year and we thought other things were going on, but now that it looks like this might be it, I was just like, okay, what else is going to happen to me? I'm just being honest here. I'm just being real. What else is going to happen to me here? Come on, body. What is going on? Why do I have this now too? And then I thought, you know what? She's telling me something's wrong. I got to listen. So now I don't like it. Hmm. It's scary. Yeah. And I have compassion for me. She's talking to me. I got to listen. I got to listen. She's been telling me for a while. And I guess she had to tell, get me by my vanity that she needs some support. See, I love that you're sharing this. You know, I have to tell you, I, I really give credit to this audience. This is the best audience. This is a 20 year mm-hmm. audience. Yes. And I have to give credit to them. And mm-hmm. not only this audience that started with me 20 years ago, but the audience that's built all of you, I don't even know where you're emailing us from. But we're listening. Mm-hmm. And here, here's what I love about what you shared. I didn't learn this till later on, Benny will tell you, I, I used to come into the studio right there at the studio and where, where Benny is, Mm -hmm. I used to come in every day and I was in pain, but I grew up with this notion of just suck it up. You don't have to tell people, people don't want to hear you complaining, but it changed the direction of my life. You know, how is your healing journey? And what you're discovering about renewed love for yourself and your body. 
How does that help shape you, Martinet? And the reason I'm asking the question is because the way it shaped me was so that it changed the entire trajectory of the show. You know, the show went from, it's the show's always going to be fun, but it went to really address what people are going through in body, mind, Mm -hmm. spirit, soul. And I was a student, I knew nothing about this and I had a mystery disease. And the only way I got help was the angel lady told me to look up T3 and I happened to find Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Hello, everybody, drdarvish.com right here. If you live in this area, this is the woman that saved my life along with another um, conventional doctor, Dr. Overman, kicking and screaming at each other, but they did it along with a whole lot of other people. But for you... Can you find purpose in this journey? Mm. Now, it took me 10 years for me to open my mouth and tell the audience what I was going through. But I think after a while, when they heard me talk about chronic Lyme disease and a whole bunch of other chronic stuff, I think they figured it out. Smart audience. But how about you? Are you shape-shifting? Yes. For those of you that don't know, my show has been called, I mean, Conquer Everything, Compromise Nothing. So now we're at a whole new level here. (laughs) It's like, I want everybody to know that no matter what, man, you can get through of it. I'm proof, you're proof. I just wrote a post about it today that actually I haven't haven't put it out there yet. But um, if we go over the evidence of our lives, right? Like I remember just, just, just a silly little story and this isn't a health thing, but I, I wanted this, uh, I was, I was about 26, 27. So yeah, about 27 years old. I wanted the sports car so bad, right? I couldn't, I had, I made enough money for it. I made enough money to qualify for financing for it, all that. But no matter what I did, I could not get the sports car. My gosh, dang it. Okay. I'm disappointed. A week later, I found out I was pregnant. A two seater car would not have been the thing to have. So I got a more family type car, still a bit sporty, but four seater that held my husband that helped our, that was going to hold our new baby girl. So it's not a health thing, but it, it's, it's evidence that good things can happen. It's evidence that things are being worked out for you, right? I have evidence of making it through cancer. I have evidence of falling on black ice and shattering my whole arm here, surgery and a long recovery time. I have no trouble moving any parts of me and I have no pain. I know that what's going on with me now, I, I, (laughs) against all odds, I believe I'm going to beat it. I see myself beating it. I want everybody to know you can, if you just looked over, look over the trajectory of your life, all the things that you have overcome already, all the things that you've already accomplished already, you can beat it. You can conquer it. You can overcome it. You can be, have a successful business. You can have whatever you want. And what I like to say is, or better. Yeah. God or the universe will give you something better if you don't get what you actually want, because you can, you just have to see it yourself in there. You have to see yourself healing. You have to see yourself being successful in business. You have to see yourself living on the ocean. Like I'm always picturing myself. You have to see yourself healing and, and, and in doing this and in thinking those good thoughts, it also just like, ah, it gives you this love and appreciation 
for your own beautiful vessel. Yeah. And what it's brought you through in this whole life, through all your, all your overcomings and through all your successes, she or he is right there with you. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. Yeah, it did. (laughs) Of course it did. And you know, it takes me to the next view about it. I want to take a short break. Mm -hmm. You know, when we come back, you know, we're talking for everybody out there. Look, if you want some help with this right now, please feel free to give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. You know, gratitude for this beautiful vessel, this beautiful vessel we call our bodies. And you know, what's fascinating about it is we tend to leave this sort of to the last. Um, But how do we learn to use that inner wisdom to tap in to what is my body trying to tell me? What is my body saying to me? You know, what is it about this that I can learn? And when we come back, Martine is going to share, you know, her inspired hope, what she does in working with others so that they can feel that there is hope there's nothing more painful for those of us that have been there martine right Mm -hmm. than feeling hopeless and helpless when we come back Mm -hmm. she's going to walk us through why you can too move away from that into hope and trust and transformation because that's what she does transformation with martine when we come Mm -hmm. back doesn't matter if you had an eating disorder or not. Maybe like me, you know, you got two surgeries during COVID, you got put on a medication that you didn't understand the side effect. And all of a sudden, your body just blocks everything. Let's take a short break. When we come back, how do we go from where you are and eliminate the roller coaster ride and step into the full embodiment of that beautiful, beautiful vessel you have. Martinet's going to walk us through there, everybody. Let's take a short break, Benny. We'll be right back. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to Boss Up Babes, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Tune into the Dr. Diane Show, where we explore revolutionary expansion of mind, body, and soul every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on transformationtalkradio.com. I bring over 20 years of expertise as a mindset warrior, perspective shifter, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you reach your wildest dreams in business, health, performance, and relationships. Join the discussion on the show. Learn more about me, Dr. Diane, and receive a free digital copy of my magazine at naturalnutmeg.com. Do you have traits of ADD or ADHD? It can be hard to meet society's expectations of productivity when traditional approaches to time management and organization don't work for your unique brain. You need customized strategies. In the ADHD Self Mastery Podcast with Bonnie Menku, you get concise, actionable solutions to help you modify your approach and achieve your goals. Learn more about Bonnie at thrivewithadd.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? 
Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, MaryJaneMack.com. Or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. You're listening to an Encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're taking your calls. How do you feel about your body? Anybody out there want a little support today? Um, We're talking about how to love our bodies and tune into our inner wisdom. And our bodies are one inner wisdom mechanism, if I should say. Martine, before we we keep rolling here, and thank you so much for sharing. You know, it's so amazing we get to tell the truth on shows like this Mm -hmm. so that our audience knows we're just like them and they're just like us. But how do people find out more about you? How do they work with you? Tell us a little bit about the coaching that you do, if you could. Sure. Um, I work with mostly women, but some men as well. And I work mainly with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. That's how I was trained. Um, But I I am basically a life coach internationally, which is kind of fun. I work with people all over the world, which I'm so excited about. Um, We work with everything from um, body image to um, overcoming just about anything from child abuse to um, well, child abuse, sexual abuse, um, anything, anything adverse. And some people consider trauma could be something from your kids going off to school to a really major event. And I work with people that have, maybe they've been to therapy, they've, they've overcome what has happened to them. And they're ready now to create a new life. Those are my people. Mm-hmm. time to find something new, time to make a new story, time to write a new chapter. That's where I come in. And it's a wonderful blessing. Yeah. And yeah. you know, what I love about it is it is so pivotal right now because it does multiple things. And let's talk about some of the things that it does. First mm-hmm. of all, we carry, even though we may not talk about it, or we may not shout out loud, we carry the burden of the shame we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes the guilt and, you know, we carry that around a lot of times and especially women, I believe carries it around and so we carry it around in silence. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're, we're thinking that our silence is calming us down and yet isn't our silence. What I mean by silence, 
not looking at it and facing it. That's mm -hmm. one of the hardest things to do is look and face and find out what are we saying to ourselves? What are we doing? But talk about, you know, how important that is because you had to face yourself too. Mm -hmm. And as scary as those moments are, what was that like when you were facing yours? I had to face myself and mm -hmm. say, girlfriend, you cannot take another drink in the rep for the rest of your life. I, I had to face myself. Mm -hmm. um, but how was it like for you? You know, there's a couple things and gosh, one of them just slipped my mind. Dang it. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Okay. Oh man. Jeez, you should have Louisa. seen me trying to keep score playing ping pong on Saturday. <laughs> you know, people were like, what's the matter with you? That's why are you not why oh, are you not man. remembering the score you're not winning pat don't cheat <laughs> oh gosh you know there are things going on in our heads all the time but I know. it's so hard you know and it only what stays in there is i guess is what's meant to stay in there right yes so i i think um the biggest thing is for us to to kind of sit in it as uncomfortable as it is is to sit in the stuff that comes in and, and that is that is working with our bodies, right? What what messages are coming in? And for me, this is, this sounds really, really weird. I, I always used to get like this pringly like kind of feeling, prickly like kind of feeling on my hips. And my hips is what I always thought was my downfall. And I started to pay attention one day, like instead of just like brushing that off or whatever it was, like, what is what is what is she trying to tell me? What is going on right here? She's got a message right here. And that was something that I really started tuning into that. And then when I started listening to what she was saying to me, my body, tapping in and, and finding out like, you know, there's still some unresolved stuff there. I was sexually abused as a kid. Well, hips. <laughs> and what's also really... Right. Um, poignant i guess is the right word is that the where the vitiligo shows up on me the most is my hips mm. and that was another thing like hmm, this is an area that needs to be resolved and i think i've completely gone off track no it isn't this is exactly right because the bottom line is you know there are these moments that we get we get that inner wisdom that starts to talk to us mm -hmm. and yeah. you see what you're talking about is uh, it talked to me and at this point in time i paid attention it doesn't mean we're always going to pay attention because sometimes things are just too hard mm -hmm. they're just too hard to face right but we're not ready we're, we're not, not ready, ready because you know what Something that, that I, this just dawned on me, something the dermatologist told me, and it is seven years that I'm free from cancer this year. But one of the things she says is that they don't know what causes vitiligo. I mean, they have an, I, you know, I, they know why it's happening, the melanin and all that, but why it actually happens. They said, they say stress because they don't know what else to say, but she says, you know what, in your case, maybe it's chemo coming out. And it's showing up in this way. Wow. And I was just thinking, you know, because I've been paying attention to my body over the last several years now, listening to what she's saying, not pushing all the stuff aside, maybe now she, my body, my vessel is comfortable to let this out. Mm. Sounds strange, but that's what I'm thinking. Maybe that this is my body releasing the rest of that journey. And making me pay attention to the stuff that has happened to me and releasing the rest of it. 
Yeah. You know, and I love that because part of what we're talking about today is, look, let's talk about a process. Mm-hmm. There's a beginning, there's the journey, and there's a perceived end. Even mm-hmm. if it's cyclical, even if you're like, I'm end, but you're end with this part of it. You go through what you need to go through to handle what is right indicated in front of you. And at the time it was, I've got to, I got to get, I got to get this cancer under control, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we don't have to come back because I had to do the same thing. We don't have to come back and now say, wow, was the treatment, (laughs) was the treatment, you know, worse than the illness. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times it may feel like that, but there's always a solution, right? Especially Mm -hmm. if you live in the world of holistic Um, and maybe you're right. What does that look like for you now that you've had that awakening to say, wow, maybe it was the chemo? Mm. It's just, it's making me realize one, thinking about my mom, she had gotten shingles a lot later in life. And she thinks that was because she was kind of getting more comfortable with herself at that point. (laughs) So that was something that needed to come out and that, and maybe now it's the same thing. I really like me now, which I I never in in a million years thought I would say that. All right. I do. I like my body. I'm proud of the one I have. I'm proud of what she's carried me through all this time. So maybe now this is like the final right, release, you know, let's get rid of the rest <laughs> of this crap. Right. Right. Yeah. So that means to me is that, you know what, I can appreciate me now and everybody out there, you can, you can love yourself. And one of the things you can do is you look at yourself in the mirror every day and tell her, him, yeah, you did a good job today. I'm so proud of you today for doing the things you did. Maybe you didn't quite want to do. I'm so proud of you for taking care of the kids today. I'm so proud of you for going to your work and, and giving it your all. I'm so proud of you for even if all you did today was to get up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every day telling yourself you're proud. It starts to shift. And let's talk about the shift for a minute, because when we're talking about the shift, what we really are talking about is transformation. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get to that for a minute, because as we think about transformation, and this is what you do, mm-hmm. you know, let's talk about what it feels like to go from the moment that you know you're in a reboot, you had a realization, you're taking action and doing something about it, right? Yeah. Your body is telling you there's something wrong, but yet here we are. And you're sharing this in hopes that this will help somebody else, right? Absolutely. And it is scary when you and I talk about this, you know, talking about our personal lives, right? Talking about these things that happen. It is a bit scary, but we have a reason for doing it because right now, two and a half years of what folks have just gone through, right? Their bodies are screaming to them, don't you think? In so many different ways. Gosh, screaming for connection too, right? Connection, (sighs) closeness with people, even hugs, you know? Yep. Oh, man. Yes. Our kids have suffered so much from this. Oh, everybody has. Our kids have suffered so much from this. Yeah. Transformation. And paying attention to those little voices inside of mm-hmm. us and honoring those voices and our soul's cries mm-hmm. when it needs something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the big thing, let's talk about this because I don't want to leave this out. 
you know, when my sister was battling what she was battling, it was Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the influence about her battle came from our close family and relatives Mm -hmm. that made her feel less than. Now I will tell you when my sister passed away very unexpectedly and again on a hospital floor, the people that came to her services, uh, there were so many people that loved my sister beyond whatever I could even comprehend about her. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was a small chapel church and there were blocks and blocks and blocks of people that waited to pay, uh, uh, to honor her. And I I watched this. So that was that situation. Now we have changed. Time has changed. Technology Mm -hmm. has changed. Mm -hmm. There's much more emphasis about how we should look. Talk a little bit about what society has done, right, since perhaps my sister or you growing up to where we are now. I mean, honestly, one somebody asked me this morning, was there anything about the MTV awards that annoyed you? And I said, absolutely. I don't know why Ms. Hudgens had to change her outfit every time. Hmm. She's a beautiful young woman. Yeah. I mean, it was just the oddest thing for me. And it was obviously odd, right? And yet that presents a message to our young people. Her fantastic opening, right? And she made she made a thing about it, like she couldn't find the right outfit. So what is the message of that? If you're her, I think Vanessa Hudge, if that if you're her and you're hosting this award show and it takes you an entire show to find the right outfit to wear, the entire skit for her for the entire award ceremony was her changing outfits because she couldn't find one that worked. And I'm thinking, hello, isn't that what we're facing here today with people? I mean, she didn't need it. And yet that became it. Isn't this the new wave of shame opportunities we have for people? To me, to me that like, I didn't see it. But to me, that that feels so. Um, it to me, it's sad. It's insecure. You can't find the right outfit to wear. What about just you? I mean, that that's a beautiful woman right there. She's she is. a gorgeous woman, and and she was so insecure about finding the right outfit. What what about just just herself and her abilities? That that is very sad to me. And I know that's the way our society is. You know, I. I, I will say some, um, even talking to Jacob, one of our producers here, I think there is a shift in some of the, the ages, like my daughters are 21 and 23. They've always been a little bit more open and a little more self-assured than I was at that age, a little more confident. Yet, we didn't have everything, my age group anyway, we did not have everything on social media. We didn't have to worry about our stories being blasted. Maybe for being in a small town, everybody talked, but it wasn't blasted all over the place. But Vanessa Hudgens has to worry about, well, what is everybody saying on social media? What is everybody saying out in her family, in her world, in the people that are watching her? It, it's it's a scary place yeah. to be. It feels very scary. And, and it's very sad to me that she has to put on this persona. And, you know, you don't know which part of it's her and which part of it is the sizzle, you know, that mm-hmm. they that the producers of the show. But the sure. point is this, right? 
Can I ask you the silliest question of yeah. them all? Maybe Benny knows the answer to this. Out of all of the TV award, and I love TV award shows. I've loved them since I was a kid. My stepmom loved it. She loved yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, I tried to think if this was a man, like whether this was, what's his name? Ice Cube or I don't know, somebody else like doing the awards. Would he have changed that many times? Probably depends on the guy. It there probably does, men. right? Yeah, yeah, it would have, but well, not as yeah. many as the woman. Yeah, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, maybe, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I was just struck by this, and because I prepped for today, it was in my mind, it was in my consciousness before I watched mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I just thought, how do we help each other learn that we are enough? How do we do that, Martinet? Yes. I think the mirror work has a lot to do with it and believing in ourselves, reviewing the evidence of our lives and what we've already done. You know that one of the things my coach did with me, and and this is a rare thing, but I guess it's what I needed. She had me look at the mirror because I was just like, I I can't, I have nothing good to say about myself. And that was, this, this was a while back, quite a while back. We've been working together for a lot of years. She had me look in the mirror and say, and tell myself, look into my eyes and say, yeah, you are worthless. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, you're ugly. You're fat. You're oh, man, that's so, that. that's so, it's, it's hard to do, isn't it? But and yes, is it painful? Like it, it, it is painful, that exercise. It I've done was. that before. Yeah, because mm. I was looking into my own eyes and telling myself that. And then there was a shift, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? This was done to me as a kid, for sure. What the heck am I continuing this on for? <laughs> right? I know. It's and time you know, to get out of the self-abuse room, Dr. Pat. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up because I also had a, a mentor, mentor do that to me. I got to tell you, by the time I was done, I was so furious at her. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> yeah, and, I've been there. And, and, but isn't that why... I don't, by the way, for those of you out there, we don't recommend you doing this exercise by yourself. Both no. of us have no. had expert no. people work with us on this. Mm-hmm. Do not get in front of the mirror and tell yourself why you don't like yourself. Stop no. that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But we had people we worked with that forced us to do that. And by the way, my mentor had we do that with money too. Really? And the result in the end was always... I just would look at her and the fire would be coming out of my eyes and then I'd cry. Yes, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then the revelation of that exercise with somebody that's safe, that's somebody that mm-hmm. can help me. Oh, yes. It was so very important. What would mm-hmm. you say as we have, you know, a few minutes left, what would you say you've learned most from this journey and have yet to learn? I think we're always going to be learning. We're human, you know? And I do some know. Of the lessons, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're infallible. We're imperfect. And the thing is, it's, it's a journey. We're meant to keep learning. And sometimes I think the hardest part is like, you're looking at things like, oh my God, why am I here again? Why am I working on the same damn thing, right? Well, obviously it's not entirely resolved, but the thing is, as you go through it and you keep working through it, you get stronger each time. 
And then it's not so hard. You know, it's like, all right, I am here again, but what have I learned from last time? And you, you talk to yourself stronger again, you work on it, you get through it, you sit in the Oh, can't say that. Sorry. You sit in the stuff and you work through it. The point is, I get it because Mm -hmm. we do sit in it. And a lot of times we don't even know we're in it, do we? And that's really Mm -hmm. the hardest part. That's why, you know, one of the things you and I have talked about a lot is we both have our own coaches. Mm -hmm. We both have our own mentors. and. For most of my life, I wouldn't ask anybody for help. Now I'm like running around asking, okay, I need help with this. Can you help me Mm -hmm. with this? I need help with this. Can you help me with this? Because I am not seeing clearly, right? But that is so important is we have to learn how to invest in ourselves enough. See, that's the, isn't that the pivotal point of acknowledgement in outside worldly things when we invest in ourselves enough to get help? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's nothing more um, valuable to me than a coach, a therapist, a mentor, somebody who's going to help get you through the rough times, because I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't, I don't believe anybody can do it alone. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, we are strong as humans, but we need somebody to walk alongside us and, and pinpoint the things that we may not be seeing and have those people in our lives that we trust enough to let them tell us where those blind spots are mm-hmm. and ask the questions that mm, we may not ask ourselves or even think of to find the answers that are within ourselves. As a coach, I, I can't give you the answers. I had a client recently, well, what do I do? I said, I can't tell you, but we can work on finding yeah. the answers inside of you because what works for me doesn't necessarily going to mean it's worked for you. Yeah. And, and you know, you find that answer. My gosh, didn't you just say a mouthful? Because I know this to be true for myself. I can only share what my strength, experience, and hope is at the moment. Mm -hmm. But if you get something from what Martinet and I are talking about, something that's going to allow you to just love yourself a bit more today, then we have met our goal for this show. And Martine, I know you bring on super guests and you talk about these things on your show. You Mm -hmm. really, you know, some people say peel back the onion. Honestly, we don't have time to peel back an onion. We need to take Mm -hmm. that big butcher knife, cut that thing down, slice that dang onion right Mm -hmm. down in half and look at the layers, right? Right. Um, What are you most hopeful about Mm -hmm. in this level of change for people? I am, I am hopeful in the fact that people are, people are starting to come together. They're forming communities where there is love, where there is respect, where there is safety to talk, to share, to be vulnerable, to be raw, to be open. That is something that I, I love about your show that I love about my show, because I encourage people to be as vulnerable as they can be in a safe space. I have been so blessed, not only with the guests I've had on my show, with the listeners I've had, with being a part of your community, with, um, gosh, just just hearing these stories of what people have been through and what what they've overcome and how they've overcome it. That brings tremendous hope to me and just for our world. Yeah. If we start opening up and sharing. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, this is really, for me, one of the most important parts of what we do and how we do it. And I can't thank you enough. Um, if you could just, again, tell folks how they can find out more about you, but also give us a sneak peek of what you got planned for your show. Oh, my next one? Ah, this is good. <laughs> um, well, my next show is a guest, actually, that is coming on. He had um, he was diagnosed with um, cerebral palsy, and they said he'd never walk. Well, he, he's run a marathon. So yeah. that is to look forward to this Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, everyone. Yay. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to my show of more guests that inspire, that are raw and vulnerable, that give people hope and evidence because you can use other people's evidence. Even if you don't have a particular story of your own, you can borrow someone else's. Oh, I've done that. I've mm -hmm. had to do it. Yes, yes. So you can find me um, at uh, com, And um, I'm a coach. I have some. I have actually three openings right now, if anybody is interested. Wow, that's and, great. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited. And um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, transformation with Martinet, conquer everything, compromise, nothing. I love it. <laughs> Martinet, thank you so much for today. Last question. I'd love to know what your personal message is. I would love to know what you'd like to leave everyone with, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Um, my, I've got a few messages, I guess you could say, but you know, there are gifts that we get wrapped in sandpaper and they're not pretty and they're not comfortable and they're not easy to get through. But if you look at what it's teaching you, if you sit there in what you're going through and, and, and think of, of, of what you've got garnered from what you're going through, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I have so many things running through my mind. Yeah, but I know I think it's about like even, yeah, even my dad and the things that he said, did, and things that have happened to me, it's like, I, I, I don't wish it on anybody. Would I really want to go through it again? No. But would I have what I have now? Probably not. Would I have the hope, the message, the vision to give people? No, I'm grateful for it. And if you can look at those messages that you've got and find those blessings in there, your life can change dramatically. There's and really, hope, everyone, there's hope. And by the way, not only is there hope, but there's hope and help. Um, mm -hmm. how, what's the best way for people to contact you? Um, actually, you could go to, uh, actually, how about an email? Martine at martineemmons.com. I love it. For those of you out there, we're going to do a number of shows like this. We're listening to what you all have said. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, importantly, we're providing you with help and solutions. This is probably one of the best ways to get it. If you listen to Martinet's show, you will find that you can call into that as well. You can get a hold of her. You can connect with her on social media and know that that has always been a primary purpose of ours from day one, 20 years ago. Martinet, thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me. I so you appreciate bet. it. Uh, thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Benny. And thank you yes. mostly to all of you for allowing us to step into your lives and letting us know what things are most important. 